We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Yesterday saw a season of 21 days of prayer and fasting come to an end. The Canberra Declaration has been sending out daily devotions and prayer points each day during this wave of glory. Uh, Warwick Marsh is co-founder of the Canberra Declaration and Australian Prayer Missionary, and he joins me with an update right now. Good morning, Warwick. Great to be talking to you, Robbo. So good to have you with us uh, on 2020 today. And uh, yeah, 21 days of prayer and fasting just concluded. Um, I guess the yeah, important question is, what did you have for breakfast this morning? It <laughs> would have been a good, uh, a good brekkie for you, I'm sure. Well, it's and yes. The, the, what happens with me? I'm 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 doing. I've become a bit of a Muslim in my old age. I used to just do total juice fasting when I prayed and fasted, but now I'm having uh, one meal a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, so I'm going to have lunch today for the first time. I had my first coffee this morning for 21 days, and my goodness me, wow. my hands were shaking, Robbie. My hands were shaking. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> So uh, just first of all, I mean, a few little, uh, I guess, stats around this 21 days. And this is something that you guys do. I mean, Canberra Declaration does uh, rally the nation to prayer and fasting quite often. So this isn't unique. But uh, how many people are typically involved in in these sorts of events and and have been involved in this last 21 days of prayer and fasting? Well, look, Robbo, the unique is the right word. You've used it uh, already in the description, description. Um, this has been quite an extraordinary time of prayer and fasting because this has been a global call for 21 days of prayer and fasting that's gone right across the whole world through the International Prayer Council, which are the organisers behind the uh, World Prayer Assembly, which is happening in Perth, which we'll talk about a bit bit later, Mm. I understand. But the bottom line is that this is not just an Australian prayer call. In fact, the idea for this 21 days of prayer and fasting came from Dean Briggs, who is working on behalf of the International Prayer Council and he's been involved in uh, prayer and fasting calls for the last 20 years. He's worked with um, all different types of key prayer leaders and currently working with the Kansas City House of Prayer. And Dean suggested 21 days of prayer and fasting. Pastor Margaret rang me up and said, look, Warwick, I think think we need to do 21 days of prayer and fasting uh, leading up to the World Prayer Assembly in October, 3rd to the 6th of October. And I said, look, Pastor Margaret, we, we, we're um, following the, our usual process and, and pattern of praying and fasting in, in October. Uh, we've already planned it. We can't change it. But as, as I kept thinking about it, I thought, my goodness, man, I think the Holy Spirit's speaking for Pastor Margaret. This is an opportunity not to be missed. This is an opportunity to connect with the whole world. And so we worked closely with the uh, IPC, the International Prayer Council. We worked closely with Pastor Margaret and um, Pastor uh, Reverend James Condon, who is the chairman of the, the local WPA here in Australia. And we actually launched this this 21-day period of prayer and fasting right across the whole earth. So it's been very unique mm. and very, very powerful because it's not just been us. There's been hundreds of thousands of people around the world praying and fasting for an awakening to Christ and for a wave of the glory of God to sweep the earth. Mm, that's amazing. What what an incredible thing to consider. I mean, obviously, you know, we don't often see um, you know, the the outworking of some of this stuff. I mean, there is that real understanding that you know, there's lots going on within the spirit realm that uh, we don't 
always you know, understand that we may never, you know, this side of glory, know uh, what's going on. But to, you, you think about that, you know, hundreds of thousands of people praying, fasting, and sort of seeking God's face all in unison. I mean, that's got to have some effect, doesn't it? Look, it is. And I, you know, I'm one of these people that follow culture and look at news reports because when you pray and fast, um, you know, uh, our dear brother from uh, The Call uh, suggested that we need to look at the newspaper headlines. And I've been following what's happening in the headlines. I don't know if you have, but there's just been a lot of stuff happening uh, both internationally and also nationally that's quite extraordinary. And, you know, they, there's a saying um, within the prayer movement that coincidences happen when people pray. <laughs> and arguably, you know, as you just very wisely said, it's very hard to honestly analyze uh, the results of prayer, especially when you're praying and fasting in this way. But what you find is often a con- confluence or, if you like, an aggregation or a, a large number of these coincidences happen all at the same time. Mm. I mean, we've been praying and fasting for a, a, a release of the knowledge of the glory of God. And that's the knowledge of the glory of God, of course, is Christ, but it's also his direction, it's his wisdom. And just two weeks ago, Channel 7 had an expose on the horrific um, transition, transitioning of these young people who are taking drugs and basically getting mutilated, uh, sexually mutilated by doctors and psychologists uh, in the name of progress, in the name of uh, finding their correct gender. And uh, it, it, it the Channel 7 bravely did a, an hour sort of documentary about this and sharing all these stories of terrible regret by these people. Now, that's the very first time that's happened in Australia's history. Uh, the media has been lockstep together and uh, just sort of going along with all this rubbish. And here, Channel 7 has bravely stood out against it. I can see other people now standing up against this rubbish, and that's nationally. Internationally, we've had this a very unusual situation with a, um, a Christian singer-songwriter um, his name is Anthony Oliver in America, and he's over 60, 60 million views on YouTube with just one song. Now, it's not an overtly Christian song. It's a positive message, I'd argue, but not an overtly Christian song. But he's got other songs that are strongly Christian. He gets up in a, in a, in a concert, and he reads the whole slab of the Bible, not just one verse or three verses. He reads, he reads a half a chapter mm. or a full chapter. And, you know, God's moving, and he's just been interviewed on by uh, Joe Rogan, who's the most popular podcaster in the world. I mean, number one in the world as far as interviews go, and his interviews often get 5 to 10 million, 20 million sort of views, and this man is, um, is getting massive views through there, and he shared the gospel with Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan's not been one for um, being kind to those who are Christians and kind to the faith of Christ. But he certainly was kind to this man, and he, was, he listened to the message. And, you know, Jordan Peterson's interviewed this guy. So the gospel's going out quite ext- in an extraordinary fashion, and it's been happening while we've been praying. 21 days of prayer and fasting finished yesterday. These coincidences, if you like, are happening together. Mm, that's amazing. Now, of course, you said that this is all leading into then the World Prayer Assembly, which is coming up, and this is, uh, you know, as you've said, uh, quite a unique time, Australia... Uh, it isn't typically the uh, location for the World Prayer Assembly, but it is this year. So, uh, again, just a, a wonderful coincidence. Yeah, look, it's it's just um, it's amazing. Um, you know, the Canberra Declaration had a, a, a significant hand in bringing the World Prayer Assembly to Australia. Um, we sent our um, prayer coordinator, 
Kim Farnick across to, we paid his plane fare and uh, his cost to get across to Indonesia a year and a half ago. And they all decided in Indonesia and the American leaders on the IPC, the International Prayer Council, said, yes, let's bring the World Prayer Assembly to Australia in 2023. And sure enough, it's happening in Perth, 3rd to the 6th of October. Um, but God is definitely moving. If I can just quickly go back to a quick story, I mean, you know, there's the big picture, there's the, the large picture, but there's also the micro picture where God is moving and arresting people. I spoke to a pastor in a church in Jervis Bay, um, Robbo, uh, just a week, and a week ago, and he told me, Warwick, there's been strange things happening this last three weeks, four weeks. Uh, again, while we've been praying and fasting, he's had three people who have had divine encounters with God. In other words, God has come to them in their moment and brought them and turned them to Christ, and they've come to Christ as a result. There's one young man, 26 years of age, he was drinking a beer. He was actually an alcoholic and a drug addict, so he was drinking his beer in his first sip. And then he couldn't reach down. He couldn't pick up the glass anymore. And whatever he did, he just couldn't actually pick it up, and he was thought he was going mad. Mm. Um, you know, that's what happens with drugs and alcohol. It can actually send you around the twist. Um, he was very worried, and uh, he heard a voice say, pick up that beer and tip it down the sink and go to church. Now, the last thing he would do with a beer, being an alcoholic, would be tip it down the sink. And he watched his hands in amazement go down and tip this beer down the sink. He got on his bike. He went to church. He came to Christ and is going forward with God right today. And those stories are happening, right? So, you know, if I know one church that that's happening in, it's quite possible, Robbo, that there's many, many other churches that people are coming to Christ, people are coming, are getting saved, and the Lord is adding to the church daily such as should be saved, as it says in the book of Acts. Mm. That is amazing. What an incredible story. And as you say, that's just one you know, that you've heard about, but I'm sure there are many others going on uh, around the country as well. And you know, I guess God is always at work, isn't he? You know, Whether we uh, sort of see it or aware of it or not, God is always at work. And we, it is wonderful to hear uh, some of those sorts of testimonies of uh, just those you know, dramatic uh, conversion experiences. And so I guess, yeah, we do need to be prayerful, don't we? I know... Um, in fact, I think it was you that quoted Charles Spurgeon recently saying that uh, you know, whenever God determines to do a great work, he first sets his people to pray. And that's you know, something that uh, we do by faith because we don't really know what the outcome is going to be. But God uh, does uh, seem to go to work when we uh, start to pray. Yeah, look, at 100%. And, you know, I'm hopeful and believing that we're going to see a major breakthrough, uh, particularly this World Prayer uh, Congress, Assembly, I should say. Um, and uh, James, um, James, Commissioner James Condon, who's got a real, he released his first um, devotion, which you can be found at, at the Camera Declaration website under prayer. The very first devotion, he talked about the, this idea of an upper room experience, that, that somehow WPA would be an upper room. Now, the upper room was, a, was virtually the place where the church, if you like, was... Uh, flooded with the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. The church was, you know, some uh, theologians say it was born, uh, but certainly it was a transformative event, a very historic event in the life of the church. And out of that came a release of the gospel to the people of Jerusalem. 5,000 people were touched by Peter's message, which just followed. And there was such an uproar that it says in the early scriptures that these men turned the world upside down. Now, how did they turn the world upside down, Robert? It says in the scripture, 
that they took note because these men had been with Jesus. But they hadn't just been with Jesus, they'd actually been with the Holy Spirit. They'd been filled with the power of God, the dunamis of God. And out of that experience, they then became witnesses. That's what Jesus said. Wait in Jerusalem until you be endured with power, and then you'll be my witnesses. Or it's another version of that, uh, the word is martyrs. So he was prophesying and speaking about the coming uh, persecution uh, that was going to happen to these dear ones, but they turned the world upside down. And so I'm very excited by the World Prayer Assembly coming to Australia. It'll be happening in Perth from the 3rd to the 6th of October. You can register at just Google World Prayer Assembly Perth and you can find the website and you'll see it there and you can still register and still book in and you can still get a flight across there from Sydney or Melbourne uh, at a reasonable price if you book very quickly. And I would certainly encourage anyone that's interested in the prayer because prayer leaders will be coming from all over the world, from Africa, from India, from uh, America, from Europe, They'll be coming to pray and lead prayer and share, but the emphasis will be on prayer, prayer and worship, uh, Robert. Mm. It sounds like an exciting event. So it's only a couple of weeks away. So you said the 3rd to the 6th of October in Perth, and people can register online. And I guess you'll have more info on your website as well, canberradeclaration.org.au is where uh, people will be able to go uh, to find out more about uh, just, uh, I guess, lots of different prayer initiatives that are happening uh, and I guess just awareness of what's happening around our nation uh, from a Christian context. So canberradeclaration.org.au. Uh, Warwick, thanks so much for your update today. I'd love to ask you, before we do finish up, would you just lead us in prayer? I mean, obviously you've just come out of this season of prayer and fasting, but can you lead us? Because I know we are certainly in some interesting days here in Australia, and we do, you know, I guess, need God's hand and his touch in everything that we do. Look, I'd be just delighted, um, uh, Robbo, to do that. It's very, very gracious of you to ask, and thank God for you guys. And, you know, thank God for uh, your station. Vision FM has been probably the most pro, um, pro-prayer pro station in Australia, and I thank God for all the Christian community stations right across Australia. But uh, Vision has been pro-life, pro-family, pro-Christian values, pro-the Bible, and more importantly than anything else, I would argue is pro-prayer because prayer changes things. Prayer is the currency of heaven. Yes, faith is the currency of heaven, but you know, by praying, we enact our faith. So here we go. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare blessing upon this nation. I speak out that we are called to be a blessing to the nations of the earth. And we have been, and this nation has sent missionaries across the face of this earth. This nation in... Um, uh, 1917, uh, the Aussies and the New Zealanders charged the uh, the wells of Bathsheba, which ultimately broke the uh, nexus, the grip of the um, Turkish Ottoman Empire on Israel. And it opened the door for Israel to become a nation under God. And I know, again, that I just thank you for Vision FM, which is really gets behind and really supports uh, Israel and supports those people and takes tours to Israel. And Lord, we thank you that this nation's been blessed in so many different ways. And we pray now that you will forgive us our sins, cleanse us of our iniquity, and pour your blessing upon us, even though we don't deserve it, that we might become again a blessing to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Warwick, for uh, your prayer, and thank you for joining us today on 2020. It's so good to hear 
an update on what God's been doing over the last little while in regards to prayer and fasting. Have a great day. All the best. Bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 